it's time to watch a company's rise and fall. Today I'm talking about BlackBerry. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I'm talking about the movie Blackberry, based on the former um, cell phone of the company of the same name. And yeah, this one has gotten a lot of buzz for good reason. It's a very good movie. So that's what I'm going to talk about today, what makes this movie great. So without further ado, let's get started. The goal for almost every business is pretty straightforward. Make money. Some care a bit more about how they do it, including how they treat their employees and their choice of supply chain, but that's the goal. It's what makes a lot of the rise of XYZ business movies or documentaries uninteresting to me, at least as a premise. But if making money is the goal of every business, what's the thing no business wants? To become a punchline. Which is why the Canadian import Blackberry caught my eye, because at the very least, this could be hilarious. Instead, I got a darkly funny comedic drama about how a company dies, with a show-stopping turn from Glenn Howerton. The film follows the former cell phone giant through three stages of its lifespan, its initial push into the market, its business peak, and its inevitable downfall, all told through the actions and lives of the company's dual-driving forces, the tech innovator Mike uh, Lazaridis and unapologetic businessman <laughs> Jim Basile. There's a lot to like about this movie. I like its very 2000s handheld camera cinema verite approach to filming. The casting from top to bottom is all fantastic, whether it's Jay Burosale's transition from mousy but confident inventor to mousy tyrant, to Glenn Howerton eating every bit of scenery within a 10 mile radius, or big names like Michael Ironside and Carrie Errols dropping in to be two distinctive kinds of douchebags. And it's both inf- and it's informative, insightful, and entertaining. So here's what stands out. First, we highlight what made BlackBerry special. So I think it's very easy to look at an outdated or old piece of technology and wonder why the hell was this a thing, especially for someone that does something that doesn't exist anymore. What the movie does really well is demonstrate how and why BlackBerry and the technology behind it were special, how they were able to sell themselves to a larger company like Verizon. And I'm not a tech guy by any means, but I was able to follow the technical problems that BlackBerry was solving in pitches, and I generally find that stuff interesting. It's a bit of historical relevance, if it makes sense. So for a few brief moments, the movie gets to celebrate the thrill of creating a new solution or a new product to solve a known issue. We also have really good setup and payoff. A lot of references to setup and payoff refer to small moments that are called back in a big way toward the movie's end. It's using the crane kick for the winning blow in The Karate Kid or something like that. What I like about BlackBerry is how it hints at how BlackBerry will fail through its successes or compromises made by Lazaridis. For instance, at one point Lazaridis is warned by one of his new hires that if he lets Michael Ironside's character into the developer room, it'll go to shit. So when we, about 20 to 30 minutes later, see Lazaridis to tell see Lazaridis tell him to get in there, we already know that's a bad sign of things to come. It really reinforces the idea that companies like BlackBerry don't die because of one big mistake, though that doesn't help. It's because the series of smaller mistakes and compromises that lead to the big one. Also, everything about Glenn Howerton's performance and character in this movie. It's hard to imagine a role better suited to Howerton's capacity for on-screen volatility. 
Not only is that exactly what you want from a seasoned corporate executive type, but is also a perfect contrast to the laid-back nerd attitude that permeates BlackBerry's office and developer room and makes them vulnerable to exploitation. He's an asshole, but he's an asshole the company needs. They have the technical mind with Lazaridis, but they need someone who's willing to bully their way into a meeting with Verizon, or more importantly, recognize when they're getting screwed and outflank and outmaneuver their opposition. But when the movie also demonstrates the limit, the movie also demonstrates the limits of this kind of dickish will, because you will hit limits, or your ego will torpedo you. Either via the market, internally or legally, you will hit roadblocks that you cannot barrel through, no, ma much how much, no matter how much capital you had or how big your Glengarry Glen Ross brass balls are. Because the real power isn't with you, it's in a combination of constant innovation, government forces, and sheer force of money. And something Howerton captures so well is the impotent rage that comes from folks who try to play by the rules of this apparent, the apparent rules of this system and still end up failing. The verdict is, it's entertaining stuff. Driven, funny, and insightful, Blackberry is a best case scenario for this kind of movie. 8 out of 10. This has been Scott's Off Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Off Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.